Greetings, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neil, and this is an attempt at a show. Wasabi, ladies and gentle nerds, what's going on? Again, I cannot get this fucking timing right. Hello there. Hi, Wasabi. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone's okay. Um, we are on episode 74. Now, you're probably wondering, where's 73? Because the last episode I listened to, maybe, was uh, 70-something. Uh, was 72. I think that was a subscriber. It was only episode. Uh, okay. You could say 71. Well, 73 is actually, uh, Creator's Corner. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, was Creator's Corner, uh, my interview with Worthy Chaos Comics, uh, which is going to actually drop on June 21st. So keep your eyes and ears open. It drops June 21st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I only operate Eastern Standard Time, so fuck your West Coast and Central Time Zones. It's East Side or nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we're just going to keep on going. Once uh, June 21st hits... 73 will be available for everyone to listen to. Um, and it's a great one. It's a really, really, really good one. Uh, it was so great talking to uh, Carissa and uh, and Worthy Chaos Comics, learning about that and, um, and all the major updates that's coming with that. So go to their Kickstarter right away. Go to their Twitter page, Worthy Chaos Comics, uh, and uh, uh, go to their Kickstarter and... All that jazz. Uh, just wait until you hear that episode. It's, it's a really good episode. Really good episode. Uh, she's fantastic. Um, all right. So we're going to just keep the train moving. Uh, episode 74 today. It's pretty loaded. Got a couple of things to... Almost lost my paper. Uh, got a couple of things to go over. Um, yeah. 
let's just get right into it, shall we? Um, 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 um. Uh, after... <laughs> Okay. Uh, after the success of Mario, a Legend of Zelda movie is reportedly being greenlit with Universal and Illumination are close to closing a deal with Nintendo. What it sounds like is that Nintendo is going not uh, by is going by movie to movie um, basis. So I guess the Mario was the Mario, the Mario movie was a testing of the waters, dipping the toe in, and with the major success that it was and is, and a fantastic movie that it is, it just I guess should show Nintendo like okay we, you know we can trust these people, you know because after the debacle that was the Super Mario Brothers movies from nineteen ninety three. Or two, uh, with John Leguizamo and um, Dennis Hopper, and oh my god, <laughs> how can I forget his fucking name? The guy who played Mario. <laughs> uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh fuck, brain fart. To the max. Um, I know Dennis Hopper and John Leguizamo's in it. Bob Hoskins. Got it. Jeez. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Uh, <laughs> that was a, that just, uh, that movie and that uh, experience completely turned Nintendo off. From American filmmakers. Uh, so it's a. First of all it was a super surprise. That they allowed a Mario. Animated film to be made. By an American company. So if the Universal. And, and Illumination are close to closing a deal. With Nintendo. And are they're going to green light a Legend of Zelda movie. Holy fuck. I will not be mad that it's uh, animated. Even though I want. A live action Legend of Zelda movie. Animated works fine, especially if it's not cartoony like Mario was. That I mean, it's it's fucking cartoony, but um, it's gonna be fucking animated anyway. It's uh, just keep it in the Legend of Zelda style. Don't make it overly cartoony looking. You know what I mean? It, it, does that make any fucking sense? I don't know. But I just hope that they stay true to the style of Legend of Zelda and the artwork and the characters. And yeah, I, I am looking forward to that. I, I, I put some amount of faith in Universal and Illumination uh, after what they did with uh, Mario. So I'd give them a second shot and I hope that happens. I'm going to skip this next uh, story because uh, we'll get to it. Uh, Idris Elba. Oh, I should do this the proper way. Idris Elba is possibly being considered for a villain role in the new Star Wars... Star Wars? St God. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> Let's try that again. Idris Elba, 
possibly being considered for a villain role in the new Star Wars film starring Daisy Ridley's uh, Rey Skywalker. Uh, he's a good actor. Uh, I, I believe it takes place, if my memory serves me right, five years after the events of what the fuck it was called? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. So I think it's uh, I, I think what I heard was that it's uh, it's Ray trying to build a new Jedi order. So if we have Idris Elba as a villain, so be it. You know, it's perfectly fine. He's a good actor. You know, whatever. Uh, sticking to the Star Wars universe, uh, Boba Fett probably set to be featured in Mandalorian season four, even though he was missing through season three. Uh, and uh, Tamora Morrison, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, uh, kind of voiced his opinion that, well, like, listen, they didn't fucking call me for season three, so I don't know what the fuck Boba Fett's doing. So it's, I guess that's a bit of an answer to, you want him, you're, you're going to get him. Um, <clears throat> uh Transformers Rise of the Beasts opens with a solid box office. I don't know the numbers because I didn't finish looking at the article, um, <laughs> which is good. It's uh, These new round of Transformers movies are clearly making business, and they're doing something right. Um, I think there's only two, right? Um, Bumblebee and this one. Because this one is supposed to take place directly after Bumblebee. Um, and 1994 it takes place, if I'm not mistaken. So, okay. Which doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, if you go through the Transformers timeline, and if the, the trailers are to be, to be believed, Unicron comes and nobody fucking remembers this, I don't know. And I'm hearing a uh, spoiler, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Rise of the Beast, namely myself as well. G.I. Joe is possibly referenced um, at the end of the movie, which leads into what uh, a few weeks ago, there was a report that uh, Paramount wants to do a Transformers G.I. Joe crossover film. Okay. <coughs> Whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. Either way. Oh, uh, this is not on the docket. I should have put it down. But last episode before the subscribers only episode of me reading Hulk the End or reviewing Hulk the End. Uh, more on that later. Um, WWE uh, did what was rumored they were going to do. Uh, they did reveal brand new uh, women's titles. Uh, one was designated the WWE Women's Championship. And the other was uh, just recently uh, the Women's World Championship. Uh, on, they, don't, they don't include the heavyweight part, but it's the World Championship. Um, exact same designs as the men's counterpart uh, belts. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it or whatever the fuck, um, Roman Reigns has the undisputed championship, which is black, a uh, strap, 
mustard gold in the middle with the silver big WW and some other shiny bits and pieces. But it looks exactly like the previous belt. It's just got that new mustard gold color in it. And it has the new uh, nameplate of Undisputed Championship. Funny thing is, uh, so that's uh, that's exactly... Now picture that, but with a white strap. And you got the WWE Women's Championship. Which, uh, oddly enough, says Undisputed Championship on it. I don't know. Now, it was originally the Raw Women's Championship. Here's a bit of history to that. Uh, the WWE Women's Championship was what it was, the Women's Championship. Then they transformed it into the Divas title, which was that butterfly one. Uh, then they brought back the Women's Championship. And then they did the brand split and they realized, oh, we need a champion on the other side too. So the Raw Women's Championship is the original Women's Championship just labeled the Raw Championship. And then they developed the SmackDown Championship and so on and so forth. The history of the Women's Championship was then uh, transferred into the Raw Championship, and now it's being reverted back to the women's title. So the lineage of the women's title from way back when is being reinserted into this new uh, women's title. It's got it's the white strap, mustard gold in the middle with the silver or platinum WW in the middle, whatever the fuck. So that's that. The SmackDown women's title... Which was on Raw, on Rhea Ripley, is now transformed into the women's world title. It looks exactly like the men's world heavyweight type championship that uh, Seth Rollins is currently wearing, uh, but with a white strap. I will say it's a better design than what the women's title uh, is uh, that Asuka is currently holding. Um, and I will say this, Rhea Ripley makes it look fucking stunning. She makes that belt look good. It's basically the, it's the men's title just with a white fucking strap. Okay, just to designate it that it's the women's. The name women, or the word woman, is not on the title, it just says world champion. But it is designated the women's world championship. Um, I'm glad they did it. It's a nice change of pace. Um, but yeah, the, the mustard gold is just, it, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's not, it's not appealing. I'm sure Oscar will rock it and we'll get used to it at some point. It'll just become old hat. I'm really glad. It is a little disappointing that they're just completely uh, uh, re not redoing, but it's the same fucking belt as Seth Rollins' belt. The caveat, or not the caveat, I don't know what the fucking word is, but the good thing is Rhea Ripley carries that belt so fucking well. She makes that belt look fucking good. So uh, that's... That's that story uh, that I wanted to touch on. So it was really cool that to have something that I was re- 
that I reported on it. I didn't report it. Somebody else reported it, and I'm fucking reporting it to you. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the wrestling segment for today. Um, MK1 gameplay reveal was uh, not too long ago, and I've been slacking. <laughs> uh, it looks stunning. The graphics, it is, it is, again, this game doesn't drop until September. Yeah, September. Uh, so uh, there's still plenty of things they can, you know, fix or whatever the fuck. But early gameplay that people are showing and reporting on, it looks fucking, really fucking good. Uh, very reminiscent of the MK11 uh, build to the characters, uh, of course, they changed faces, and you know that's that, that that's one thing with me in Mortal Kombat's continuity issues, game to game, um, especially the current Nether Realm, uh, Nether Realm Studios version uh, or uh, era, if you will, of uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, but yeah, uh, it looks fucking good. The x-rays are back. I'm not... There's this thing they have called cameo uh, characters. Who also could be on the main roster. But they've only revealed uh, Sub-Zero. Oh, fuck. Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, Raiden, Kenshi... And Melina. Alright, so they've just revealed seven of the, uh, I don't know, 20 or so characters that they're going to have on the main roster. Then you have the cameo roster. Some of those people are going to be in the main roster, but some of them are not. And they're, it's an interesting concept that they're basically there to do like tag team combos. Uh, and they're strictly there as the word says cameo. They're cameo characters with a K, as Mortal Kombat does. Um, I'm not 100% on board until I play it, but I don't see the point. If you wanted to do tag team uh, things, like the, I think MK9 had the tag team. Uh, uh, possibility that uh, you could switch characters in, during the fight and shit. Uh, do tag teams, basically. Uh, so they're kind of bringing that back, but in cameo things. And they're mainly used for combos. To make really fancy combos and shit. Uh, I'm going to wait till I play the fucking game. but And the videos that I am seeing, it looks really cool. It's a very interesting concept. I just don't know if it was fucking, like, necessary to me. Uh, kind of, I, I'm not a fan of that. I, let's just say, it. I'm at this point in time, I'm not a fan of the cameo aspect of the game. But uh, the combos look really cool. It looks fucking, it's just as bloody as the previous uh, entry. Uh, probably more bloody. Uh, some of the... Um, what I noticed in MK11, they focused a lot of uh, uh, fatalities on the eyeballs. Um, 
I think they're switching it up with more, um, I don't know, eternal things. <laughs> um, Kenshi's uh, fatality is he uh, you you choke on his sword and it, like it slices you up from the inside and then like I don't know it's a it's a fucking crazy fucking thing. Uh, Kitana's um, fatality is really cool. She sends her uh, fans her fan blades uh, and floats you in the air and then they just like like a fan they uh, well they are fucking fans. Uh, they shred you to pieces as they uh, coll uh, collapse together and then uh, shoot back into her hands. Um, I will also, what I've just recently noticed, the combos and the uh, in the elaborate um, special moves, very similar to Street Fighter, if you ask me. Not a Street Fighter player, but from the videos that I've seen and the gameplay that I've seen people play, I mean, there's these combos and super specials that it looks like it'll take out a whole chunk of your life, but it just does like 20 to 30% damage. But it's very elaborate and very flashy and very like, holy fucking shit. And it looks like that's what they did. They made these very elaborate, flashy specials and they only take out like 20 to 30 percent of your fucking life 30 to 40 percent um so you do a lot of damage to someone without doing a lot of damage da damage oh, god <laughs> a lot of damage you know what i mean so that's that's that um but otherwise it's fucking mortal kombat and i'm down there's not there was not a whole lot oh bihan is back as main Sub-Zero. They're saying that him and Scorpion, Hanzo and Sashi, are brothers. But it's not... Uh, I don't know if that's official. Uh, I don't I don't recall hearing that from Ed Boon or anyone else. But that's the word that's going around. That it's either Hanzo Hasashi in the yellow. Or it's um, uh, Bihan's actual brother, uh, Kwai Liang. But that would not make any fucking sense. So I'm very sure it's Hanzo Asashi. But they're saying they're making them blood brothers or half brothers. I don't know how I fucking feel about that. And Bihan. I, again, I don't know what the fucking story is. But we'll see how his character progresses through the gameplay. But they're also bringing in an injustice feature. Where... Uh, there's these, uh, not, not combo breakers, but there's these moments in the fight where you collide with each other and some dialogue is shared between the two characters. I think they're switching that up and they're doing that from when you uh, first start the fight. Uh, either It's either versus mode, I don't know if it's in the story mode, but or in the actual fight of the thing, but what I've seen so far is that you go to versus mode, you pick your characters, and then they collide, and they say uh, something story-wise, and then they break apart and the fight starts. Um, I don't know, I gotta see it in full action, so I'm just, uh, I, I'm just really, I'm, I am really excited about this game, I'm happy, I'm 
confused. I am excited. I am disappointed. <laughs> and if she asked, why is he disappointed? Uh, the cameos part. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know if I'm into the fucking cameos thing. Uh, again, it depends on how it feels when I play it. It. I'm pretty sure it's not in the main gameplay of the story mode. It would not make fucking sense. But if it's strictly um, a versus and online fighting thing, okay, sure, why not? But that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Scarlett Johansson confirms that the secret Marvel project that she was doing with uh, or planning to do with Kevin Feige as a producer, which had nothing to do with Black Widow, is in fact still happening. But with the uh, current strikes uh, that's going on, the, especially the writer's strike and what could possibly be the Actors Guild strike, um, that everything's on hold. But from last she spoke with Kevin and the things that's going on in behind the scenes, it is something that's still happening. What is that secret project? We won't fucking know until we get some kind of announcement. But the fact that it's still happening is really fucking cool. So congratulations to Scarlett Johansson and her producing duties and whatever the fuck that's going to happen. Uh, Harrison Ford was recently interviewed by comicbook.com. And um, <laughs> he play, it kind of made the rounds. But he plays clueless about Red Hulk, uh, the uh, interviewee or interviewer. Uh, as like she she says, I work for comicbook.com, so it, it, uh, I guess it was a spre- uh, press junket for uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, uh, Dial of Destiny. And so uh, she says, uh, I if I didn't ask this question, I'd probably be fired because I work for comicbook.com. And since you're in a comic book movie coming up, uh, Captain America, as uh, we saw you in a picture with uh anthony mackie and your jeans were torn up is that does that mean we're getting red hulk are you gonna hulk out and he says what what's a red hulk (laughs) he like quite deadpan and quite serious like what the fuck like literally without saying what the fuck is that he just says what is that (laughs) and he plays it so fucking well you could uh if (laughs) i don't think he's being serious because, of course, he knows how the game is played. He's been around for thousands of fucking years. If they tell him, like, listen, we can't, you can't talk about this, then he'll be like, all right, I'll dance around it. And when he's asked about it, he's going to dance around it. He's going to be like, what the fuck is that? He's going to play fucking... He's playing Clueless, uh, clearly. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so... I thought that was fucking funny because he clearly just like one he doesn't give a shit anymore. He's in this for the money. <laughs> it's his way of life and it's his job and it's it's for the money, you know. So um, yeah, uh, moving on. <laughs> I thought it was funny. You might want to look it up. Uh, with the writer strike and the possible actors guild strike going on. Uh, it is affecting several uh, several movies, but mainly in the news today are the Marvel Disney projects uh, with a whole bunch of schedule changes for a lot of movies. Um, I will not go down the list, but uh, a lot of release dates 
the three Avatar movies are being pushed back each by a year. Um, Secret Wars is going to be in 2026. Uh, Kang Dynasty 2025. Uh, uh, Deadpool 3 was moved to May. Um, so many fucking things. Uh, so many things. So many fucking things. So many things. Um, I mean, May something of 2024. Or May 23rd of 2024. Uh, Deadpool 3 was moved. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's just go down the fucking list. I'll find it in a heartbeat. No, I won't. Uh, but... Um, a lot of spoilers is online with fucking the Flash movie. I'm afraid to click the hashtag and shit. It's it's kind of fucked up. Ha! Yankees won. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, Marvel Studios. <laughs> Secret Invasion is still on the docket for June 21st. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they had the premiere. So that's going around. Uh, oh, the Stanley documentary is coming out June 16th. On uh, a couple days. Wait, today's the 14th. 15, two more days and we're getting that uh, Disney Plus uh, Stanley uh, documentary. When I watched the trailer, I was nearly to tears. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it hurt me to the core. Uh, so, okay, it's not on the Marvel Studios uh, docket. Let's check the Marvel Entertainment. Maybe they'll talk about it. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, which will take me to the news that I skipped over earlier. Oh, what's this? Ooh! Uh, as of nine, nine hours ago, Silver Surfer and the son of Captain Marvel team up on a quest across time in Silver Surfer Rebirth Legacy. Don't miss the five-issue limited series by Ron Mars and Ron Lim uh, coming this September. That is really fucking cool. Uh, Ron Mars was nice enough to give me uh, a print interview for Creator's Corner uh, back on the old blog. Um Ooh, maybe I can uh, get him to be on this show. We'll see. Uh, something to look forward to. Um, let's see here. There's more Marvel news that I got to get into. Okay. Uh, Marvel Studios announces updates. And da -da 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 -da, it's loading. Uh, updates in th to theatrical release schedule. All right. So we have Captain America. Brave New World is moving from May 3rd, 2024 to July 26, 2024. Thunderbolts was originally July 26th of 2024. It's moving to December 20th of 2024. Uh, Blade was originally, what is that? September 6th, 2024. It's moving to February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2025. Uh, the untitled Deadpool movie uh, was originally November 8th, 2024. It's actually moved up. Uh, wow, it moved up to May 3rd 
of 2024. Uh, the Fantastic Four was originally for the, uh, the 14th of February 2025. It's moving to May 2nd, 2025. Uh, Avengers Kang Dynasty was May 2nd, 2025. It's now moving to May 1st, 2026. I swear to God, I'm going to try and survive that long to watch that fucking movie. And, wow. Uh, I was wrong on the other uh, the release dates uh, or previously. Uh, Avengers Secret Wars is moving from May 1st, 2026 to now May 7th, 2027. Ha! If only I could fucking live that long. Let's see. Uh, but that's not all. That's just the Marvel side of it. A lot of Disney projects also uh, were moved. Uh, let's see if we can find those. Disney. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Uh, hmm. uh, There's a new Disney Pixar movie coming out. Uh, the Moana remake. Wasn't Moana was like two or three years ago and they're already doing a live action remake. Uh, June 27th, 2025. Uh, all right. Uh, this is thanks to discussing films. Let's see here. That does not fucking help. Thank you, Disgusting Films. You're 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 good people. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... Uh, there's a new Ariel, a uh, little animated uh, show coming to uh, what is it? Disney, Disney Junior. Um, it's gonna be a Bambi remake. Of course, that's gonna be fucking Lion King. Lion King. Uh, all right. Yeah. So even some Star Wars movies were moved around. Um. Uh, yeah, but uh, the the news is uh, Sarah Polly, uh, Polly or uh, whatever you say it, is in talks to direct the live action Bambi remake for Disney. It's not going to be live action; it's going to be animated. But whatever. <laughs> what? <sighs> this is going to be an Inside Out too. Uh, June 14th, 2024. Holy fuck. I don't think I'm ready. Uh, uh, yeah. Alright, well, Disney and Star Wars and uh, Marvel and all that stuff, they all uh, have different release dates now. Uh, ooh. Okay, this is uh, breaking news. Breaking news. Let's see here. Give me one second. Yeah. 
Okay. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just, uh, hmm. All right, this is something concerning uh, Tulak the Man-Orc. Um, uh, from, uh, there's some things that I'm working on, uh, not wor I'm not working on, but uh, are in development uh, with a couple of people. Um, real quick, uh, Niles Nathaniel, at Niles Nathaniel, or Nathaniel Niles. Well, on Twitter, he's Niles Nathaniel. Uh, Niles underscore Nathaniel, I'm sorry. And he uh, did the concept art and creation, if you will, uh, of the design for Tulak, uh, the Man-Orc. Uh, for those of you who don't know, which is probably a lot of you, uh, there's a story that I've written named, uh, titled uh, A Dragon's Lore Chronicles Tale or for short, a DLC tale, um, Tulak the Man-Orc. Uh, currently, I'm doing a remastered version. To get into context, few years, I would say 2021, 2022, or during the pandemic? Not Well, not too long ago, a couple years ago, I did a story called uh, Tulak the Man-Orc. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into detail of everything that you know went into it, but it's a story that I that I that I came up with, and I wrote it online for the coffee page. Uh, eventually, after that, I did um, of Gods and Men, which is also a DLC tale, uh, the HLH, and so on. And then I went on a bit of a hiatus on coffee because I had a huge writer's block and I did not know what the fuck to do. So to kind of help me out, I took out a notebook, looked at Tulak, and I rewrote the whole fucking thing. I, I, whatever I wrote from online, I rewrote it and I added things, I changed things, I completely, if you will, remastered it. Um, I did the same thing for Of Gods and Men. Uh, have not done anything for HLH. Um... For Tulak, recently I went back to coffee and I decided with some help from some Twitter friends and some encouragement actually from some Twitter friends, uh, Two Cheesecakes, Art by Athena, uh, and so on. Uh, they said, uh, I kind of said, hey, I'm redoing this story. I redid this story. I'm thinking about posting it. Should I? Should I not? Do you even care? Does anybody even care? Whatever the fuck. Uh, so they said, yeah, do it. It'd be fun. Uh, whatever. So these past couple days, I've been reposting uh, the remastered version of Tulak the Manorc. I'm currently on chapter nine. Uh, I will post it soon after this. Maybe not. It's getting late. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so uh, in honor of that 
going on, I commissioned Niles Nathaniel uh, to do a Tulak design. He came out fucking phenomenal. This guy nailed Tulak. That's not like on the button. I gave him a picture that I did. I'm not a fucking artist, but I know how to do it. So I, uh, not, I'm not fucking taking any, though, the, anyway, I gave him a design that I did. He took that and made it a hundred billion times better. The face, the hair, the tattoos, everything about Tulak that I imagined in my head is now somewhere else. It's, 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 he, he got it. He fucking got it. Uh, I also commissioned him to do Nicole uh, for the Four of Gods and Men. I also have another commission coming up. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited about Tulak. And I approached uh, Barnacle Books. Am I saying that right? Um I'm not saying that right. <laughs> uh, at Barnacle underscore books. Uh, she does fantastic uh, covers for books. And I said, hey, I'm not doing a book per se, but I'm thinking of doing a banner of some kind or whatever the case may be. I, so I reached out to her and she said, yeah, we can work on something. And so she just emailed me a couple of things I got to look at. Uh, so I can't do that right now, but I will in a few minutes after the show is over and so on and so forth. Um, got a couple of things to go back to on the docket, but uh, yeah, this just in uh, Tulak the Man Orc, uh, some things, some options, um, and uh, I'll look through them for sure. Uh, thank you, Lindsay or Lindsay. <laughs> L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Lindsay? Lindsay? I'm horrible. Don't pay me no mind if you listen to this. I'm so sorry. But thank you so much for sending that to me. I really appreciate it. Hope you listen to this. And uh, I'm greatly appreciative. And I will look through those in a few minutes. Um, but yeah, at Barnacle Books. Barnacle underscore books. She does fantastic fucking covers. I had to reach out to her. So if you have a book and you need a cover, you know who to go to. Barnacle Books. Um, so yeah, I got, uh, so I'm playing around with things. I'm playing around with things. I have a couple, thanks to subscribers and work and so on and so forth. I have a couple of bucks that I can spare that I can, uh, do some things. Um, yeah. Uh, so I kind of thing, not, I'm not, by all means, I'm not, <laughs> Let's not get into it. So, going back to Marvel. Um, uh, real quick, uh, within the same thing, uh, John Romita Sr. Uh, passed away today. Uh, John Romita Jr., his son, obviously, uh, posted that he passed away peacefully in his sleep today. Um, uh uh, condolences to him and his family. Uh, rest in peace, John Romita Sr. If you don't know who John Romita Sr. is, you should not be listening to this show. Uh, 
John Romita Sr. or John Romita is probably one of the quintessential Spider-Man or Marvel Comics artists uh, in history. Um, if it's not Steve Ditko, Spider-Man, then it's John Romita Spider-Man. That uh, I think, to me, there's, let's say, three... Uh, yeah, let's say there's three main... Spider-Man artists that their style not only sticks out but is quintessential to many of let's say um mythos in the Spider-Man mythos. You got Steve Ditko who created him with Stan Lee. You got John Romita Sr. John Romita. Okay, four. Uh John Romita. Mark Bagley, who was there throughout the clone saga and all that jazz. Uh, throughout the 90s, he's basically my Spider-Man artist. If I think Spider-Man or I see Spider-Man, I connect to Mark Bagley. Uh, behind him, I would say John Romita Jr. Because he had a very uh, uh, substantial stint with um, Spider-Man for a time. Uh, not a lot of other artists, but his uh, his art style did really pop. So for, uh, for a while, I, I would say that some people say... Uh, John Romita is a is their Spider-Man guy, but uh, John Romita Sr., he is the quintessential, one of the quintessential Spider-Man artists. Uh, he's worked on plenty of other books, but he's very much well-known for his Spider-Man work. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. I believe he was 83 or 89. I forgot what they said. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, John Romita Sr. Um, moving on. Uh, Marvel is launching a new Ultimate Universe comics line. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, in the early 2000s, I want to say, yeah, like 1999 into the early 2000s, they launched the Marvel Ultimate Comics. That's where Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Avengers, or the Ultimates, if you will. Uh, everything that's Ultimate was, like, that was the imprint uh, uh, that was supposed to be the more down-to-earth, more realistic uh, universe. Uh, that's where we got Miles Morales from. Uh, uh, that's where a lot of the MCU comes from. The inspiration for a lot of MCU stuff is from when it comes to either character designs or character storylines. They do borrow a lot from uh, Ultimate Universe. Uh don't know why, but, you know, uh, I guess because at the time they came out roughly at the same time. So, well, not at the same time, but I mean, like, uh, the influence, they were, very, Ultimates was, Ultimates comic line was very popular for a certain amount of time. Uh, then it just went downhill at a certain point and everybody was like, this is fucking ridiculous and stupid and it's bullshit. Uh, and so sales were declining uh, and they found a way to destroy it, and so on and so forth. And for like, I want to say 10 years, we had no Ultimate Comics. Uh, and since Miles Morales was the most popular thing out of those comics, they brought him into the mainline co uh, continuity. Uh, and so recently, I think Jonathan Hickman is the one who's bringing them back, along with other writers and artists. Um, and so 
uh, Marvel's relaunching or launching a new Ultimate Universe comics line. I uh, wish them luck and so on and so forth. Let's see how it goes. I wonder how different it's going to be from the original Ultimate. How many changes they're going to make, if any. Uh, and that uh, moves us into something that kind of hit me a little hard this week. Or last week, whenever it dropped. Uh, Marvel is launching a new miniseries crossover. A new Versus uh, miniseries. Um, called, uh, of course, uh, Predator versus Wolverine. Now, it's exciting, it's cool, it's what a, it's all the positive things you can think of, sure. Um, Bat in the Sun is the live-action YouTube channel that does, not cosplay, but has people in the costumes and they film fights. They do verses, uh, make-believe verses and shit like that. And they do a really good job, really good work, uh, very semi-professional shit. And uh, it's po it was very popular. I don't know what's happened recently, but uh, I guess when uh, YouTube was really hitting its stride, it was really big and popular. Uh, I would say in the mid-teens, uh, tw uh, 20-teens, uh, mid to late-20-teens, it was very big. Everybody, every other uh, weekend or every other month, they had a new Bat in the Sun Character versus character little mini movie. Okay, so that happened. I don't know exactly when that came out. Could have been 2012, 2013. Or 2010. Somewhere around those lines. Excuse me. Um, Shut up and get to the point! <laughs> so... I'm trying, Bender. I'm trying. So, um, in 2015, I believe, or 2014, Predators came out uh, with Adrian Brody. Uh, and they were on the planet of the Predators, like their little hunting place, uh, like their planet where they hunt. And they had, so that, that movie came out. And then I was like, hey, what if Wolverine was to fight the Predator? Now, that's not true. I did a Wolverine versus Predator story before that. Very much um, early, like, uh, Arnold's uh, 1984's Predator, where he fights him. Uh, Wolverine was still with Alpha Flight. Uh, and he, I came up with a beta flight. I'm pretty sure that's an actual thing, but I'm not entirely sure. So I thought I came up with this thing, this group called beta flight. And, um, they were like a mercenaries government thing. And Wolverine joins them to hunt for, uh, what was it? Um, Sasquatch who was uh, being framed of killing this family or some shit. And it turns out it was the predator and normal Predator things happen. I wrote that. Uh, a fan fiction thing. And I said, hey, what if I do... And then I saw Predators and I was like, hey, what if I do a sequel to uh, Wolverine vs. Predator? And I did it. 
and it was more in the vein of Predators. Wolverine, uh, Shi'ar uh, uh, Knight, uh, not Knight, uh, Shi'ar uh, Imperial Guard guy, a Kree soldier, a Scroll soldier, uh, were all kidnapped and put on the Predator's planet for to be hunted. I also threw in Sabretooth and Drax. Yeah, I threw in Drax. Uh, Drax the Destroyer and... Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it was... Yeah, it was 2015 I wrote this. Uh, this little fan fiction. I think it went for like uh, six or seven, maybe ten chapters tops, if I'm not mistaken. It was very fun. Had a good time. I posted it on my blog. And... Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it got some good uh, uh, likes and uh, viewership and shit like that. Uh, of course, as usual, I don't get any... Come on, Sadiqa, what do you call it? Uh, remarks other than, hey, that was good. Uh, no major critiques, uh, except for probably some spelling errors, maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's been, it's, well, it's 2015. I don't remember too much. So that happened. Um, I've shared it here and there, uh, more or less. Um, I figured people that visited my blog had come across it at some point or whatever the fucking case may be. So either last week or a couple days ago, Predator vs. Wolverine is announced for September or August or whatever the fuck it may be, out of the fucking blue. So I was like, oh shit, really? Clearly you didn't read my shit. <laughs> but, um, I'm not gonna name any names. I'm not gonna, um, don't, don't get me wrong about you know, what I'm about to say or anything like, like that. But those that I thought, I'm not going to, no, that's, that's too harsh. Okay, those that I thought cared would have at least been like, oh, that reminds me of this thing. You know, most of the majority was, oh, Bat in the Sun did that. And of course, that's the most popular thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not fucking delusions of grandeur and shit. I'm not. I know I'm not. You know, I'm somebody. I'm not a nobody. But, you know, the, the you know, I'm, I know I'm not known like that. But those that I thought would at least care enough would have been like, hey, dude, they're doing that thing you did. That's really cool. Now it's official and shit. Uh, but no, um, I, I I I posted it on Twitter, and I'm going to make it official official here on the podcast, um, if you will. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick so I can, <laughs> so I can remember what I said. Uh, I went from 1,585 to 582. I don't know who I fucking lost, but whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, before I get there, uh, real quick announcement. I did a poll on the next comic reviews book uh, for uh, subscribers only. Uh, it was Civil War, Sp uh, Superman Speeding Bullet, Batman Court of Owls, or Devil Daredevil Yellow. 
and Civil War One. So that'll be the next comic reviews, uh, um, subscribers only thing on uh, the podcast. Um, so what? What the fuck was I doing? So, damn, I've been on a bit of a run with the uh, Tulak thing. <laughs> so let's see here. I posted it not that long ago. It's not that long ago. It is right around here somewhere. Oh, I blocked Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kevin Sorbo's a dick. Uh, let's see here. Wow, this was a while ago. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Give me just a moment here, folks. Okay. I'm almost there. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this was five days ago. So this was like last week. Uh, hey, I get it. Hashtag fan fiction don't mean shit to most folks. But it still kind of hurts how much something that was created out of love and hard work can be disregarded as such. I mean, fuck it. I'm going to say it. I worked hard on that Wolverine versus Predator story, which I did. I, um, granted it, it borrows from something, but that's what fan fiction does. It borrows from something to create something new or somewhat original. Um, I did really like, like I, I worked hard on that. Uh, uh, and I said like really hard. I put my whole heart into it and like, I get it. Marvel making it official was really cool and exciting, but don't treat my work as lesser material that doesn't matter at all. Uh, and let me be clear, I'm not delusional. I know I, I know a great amount of folks don't know that I exist or that I did what I did or whatever the fuck. Trust me, I know. But damn, like, it don't hurt any less, especially when it's those that I thought kind of gave a shit. Um... Uh, so, yeah, I just felt, I, I guess, I don't know what's going on with fan fiction, but, uh, it's not getting the kind of, um, uh, respect, I think, that it deserves. So, that being said, I said, that's it. I'm officially retiring from fan fiction. You don't give a shit, then I don't give a shit. Um... That was five days ago. <laughs> uh, and I stand by that. I will no longer be doing any type of fan fiction. I don't care how uh, ex expired, inspired I get. Um, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not putting myself through that. But what about your regular shit? Um... Look, um, I am going to try to focus more on my original stories, especially uh, the Dragon's Lore Chronicles uh, universe that I'm building. 
Uh, it is, I, uh, it's, it's very heartwarming and inspirational and inspiring and motivating when you get some people that, uh, that do read it and be like, Hey, this is really good. Really good so far. Keep it up. Bada bing, bada boom. You know, those kind of, uh, remarks, um, kind of help and they do help. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't, uh, I, I don't know about any other writers. Uh, I really don't. But for me, what really helps keep me motivated and more driven to keep going is the interactions about the story. You know what I mean? Um... Like, let's say uh, two luck dies at a certain point. Oh, why the fuck did you do that? Oh, why? It's sad, but hey, what's going on? Like, um, okay, that's a bad example. <laughs> he does not die. He does not die. Uh, spoiler alert. He does not die. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, um, such and such happens. Hey, I was reading this and this happens. Uh, can you elaborate? Uh, can you tell me what that meant? Um, why did that happen? Uh, what, were, what were you thinking about when you did that? What You know, that kind of back and forth. Uh, it just, it really soups me up. I don't know about any other writers. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but for me, what helps me keep motivated and keep inspired and keep driven to keep going is that back and forth and that because uh, it tells me that I've captured your attention I've captured your imagination I've captured I've ca you know I've, I've I've brought you in like you're in it and you're you love it or you like it a lot uh, I have a friend in real life who kind of does that. She's really cool people. And uh, uh, she doesn't do it as much because of uh, reasons. Uh, we're still friends. That's, I'm not saying anything about that. Uh, yeah, it's just not as prevalent. Because uh, she really, like, I guess she really gets into the story. And, uh, you know, and so she gives me those questions. She gives me those, like those back and forths and and she inspires certain events that happen in the story and so on and so forth so i'm not uh i'm trying to fucking pick my words right but you know if you like something that i'm doing don't be afraid to be like hey this was cool that was funny you know, I have somebody on here that that does do that on on Twitter that just that interacts and tells me like, oh, this was this, this was that, that was interesting, good point, bad point. Oh, you forgot this, you know. And I'm very grateful for that person. Uh, two cheesecakes, uh, Eddie steak. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, those people, I should say, since I sneezed them both out. Um, uh, but you know, it's, um, I'm fucking dragging this fucking along, but, um, yeah, be that as it may, 
And this is going to be a long-ass fucking episode. Uh, and I still have some things I have to cover that I wanted to talk about. I, I am talking about it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm retiring from fan fiction. I'm going to continue with my original shit. Hopefully people like it. People get into it. Um, again, I'm not trying to get too emotional about it. I'm not getting emotional, but I am getting emotional about it. Um, it does help. You know, and if you're not a fan of fan fiction, that's fine. But don't belittle somebody's love for something that they want to get involved. Hey, uh, but hey, why don't you just ship it out to um, uh, Marvel or DC? Why didn't you do that? Because as far as my knowledge goes, Marvel and or DC does, does not take unsolicited writings. If they do take, if they do get it, they either throw them out or send them back uh, without reading them. Because lawsuits, liabilities, and shit like that. Um, uh, writers at cons and other, even at comic cons and shit, they say, don't give me anything to read because I don't want to be, I don't want to uh, absorb your shit. And then a year or two from now, some, I'm writing something and your shit inspires something that I'm doing. And then you'd be like, hey, that's from my story. And then, ah, oh, fuck. Now you want to sue me. So, um, so that's probably, that's one of the main reasons why I never tried to, you know, shop it to Marvel or anything like that. Because I figured at that point in time, especially as far as my knowledge went, they weren't, they weren't going to take it. Because it's something unsolicited. Even if it's characters they didn't own at the time. They didn't own the Predator at the time. But they still could have done a decent crossover with Dark Horse Comics at the time. Whatever. Um, excuse me. Um, Alright, so... Yeah, I'm retiring from fan fiction. I'm sticking close to my uh, main uh, original stories. And, yeah. Um... So yeah, when you do like reiterating, <laughs> um, if you have a writer friend, or if you know a writer, or you're friendly with a writer, uh, or an artist, or whatever the case may be, someone who creates, give feedback goes a long way, whether it's positive or negative. It goes a long way for uh, at least I don't know if it's for anyone else, but uh, for me. It goes a long way. You know, it's almost, you know, it's, um, it's very like, again, it means I caught your attention. I have your attention. Um, and you like something that I've done, that I've worked hard on. And so it makes me like want to continue. Even with the podcast, you know, if you're like, hey, I just listened to your recent episode. This was funny. That was stupid. Uh, you suck at this. <laughs> but you're getting better. You know, like, <laughs> things like that. It kind of, you know, it helps. Um, uh, oh, shit. That was my shadow and I got fucking scared. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So, I think 
that covers the shell, mostly. Yeah, that's it. That's, uh, so episode 74 is done. I think I rambled on long enough about shit. Uh, I hope I didn't take up too much of your time. Uh, okay, real quick to subscribers and to general audiences anyway. Uh, I apologize for not being as, uh, on top of things. Hence why I have an extra long episode. Um, again... <laughs> ADHD is a fucking motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I do promise my subscribers. I promise you. Uh, Dark Man is coming. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai is coming. Both coming this month. Uh, I'm going to have the uh, Civil War comics review soon. As soon as I can. Again, with work and with a lot of outside shit. Uh, things get lost in the shuffle. And time just says, if you can't keep up. Go fuck yourself. And that's what... Isn't that fucking weird? To, to, I, I feel like I'm... I listen, I am... Let me tell you something. I I think that... That the, the, the time... Just like, you know... I mean... I mean... It just keeps going. <laughs> Imagine me recording an episode completely fucking wasted. I might do that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that fucking goes. Um, uh, it it just does feel like time is constantly going, and it's like if you're not on board, go fuck yourself. You know, if you're not utilizing time, time just fucking slips the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Shut up and get to the point. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Okay, so I do promise you'll get two um, uh, movie commentary tracks this month. Uh, Dark Man's gonna be first, then Buckaroo Banzai. And then I'll probably relax for a little bit <laughs> and just uh, get on with that. Um, so again, episode 73 will release on June 21st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So stay tuned for that. Keep an eye out on uh, or go to uh, Worthy Chaos Comics Kickstarter. Uh, get yourself on board for uh, issue 5 of Redemption. Um, so stay tuned for that. Episode 74 is going to go up right away as soon as I can. Uh, and, um, yeah, Civil War is the next story. Uh, if you want to subscribe, you get, if you're a first time subscriber, you're going to get a thank you, uh, art piece that I can do, um, to the best of my abilities. And, uh, I think that's it. <laughs> I've rambled on. Just about long enough. Uh, and um, I think that's about it.
Episode 74. <laughs> In the books. Oh, God. I hope you heard that. Yeah. Until next time, folks. Peace out.